Parshas Matos, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Nekoim Nikmas B'nei Israel, take revenge from the Midianites for the destruction they caused the Jewish people. And as instructed by Moshe, the soldiers of Klai Yisrael mount an attack and kill every grown male and take the women and children captive. When they returned from war, the soldiers got a hero's welcome. All the leaders and the dignitaries of Kal Yisrael went out to greet them. However, upon seeing that they let the women live, Moshe became angry with the commanders of the army, and he tells them to kill all the women as well, as they were the cause and the impetus for the plague that devastated Kal Yisrael. Then Moshe teaches them the halachas of Agalas Kalim, how to kasher, how to purify the pots and all the utensils that they pillaged as part of the spoils of war. There's a fascinating Gemara, Masech the Shabbos, on the Pasik, Vayiksev Moshe Pekudah The Gemara asks, Why was Moshe irate? Says the Gemara, Amalei Moshe. Moshe said to the army generals, Perhaps you have returned to your original sinful behavior when you sinned with the daughters of Midian and Moab. And they replied to Moshe, Don't worry, not a single man of us is missing, meaning we remain as righteous as we were before we went to the war. After this exchange, the soldiers volunteered to bring Karbanis to Hashem. Why? To atone for our sins. And Moshe asks them the obvious question, Imkain, if you haven't sinned, Kaparalama, why do you need atonement? So they tell Moshe Rabbeinu, Imidea veriitzanu, granted we have not committed actual averos, midehir loyitzanu, but we have not emerged unscathed from this war. We have thoughts and contemplations of sin. And the question is, if they thought they had sinned, albeit with Machshava, why did they wait until after they heard the halachas of Agalas Kalim to bring the carbon? Why didn't they bring it as soon as they returned from the war? Chadush Arim offers a beautiful insight. He says, initially when they came back from war, they didn't realize the enormity of Shmir Sanayim, guarding one's eyes because that can lead to improper thoughts. They rationalized, we only sinned by Machshava. What kind of impact can a small impure hearer have on a person? Then they were taught the halachas of Agalas Kalim. Why do we have to kasher our Kalim? We look inside the pot and it looks nice and clean. We don't see any non-kosher fat wedged inside the pot. But part of the halachas of Agalas Kalim is the concept of Bliya. That even though on the surface we don't see the trefa, we don't see the nevela. However, it's absorbed deep inside the walls of the pot. Then they understood that this concept can apply to the human being as well. Even though we didn't commit any actual acts of immorality during the war. However, deep inside the subconsciousness, something sinister may have gotten absorbed. And even one bad thought can have a lasting impact on a person. Hence, the necessity for atonement. We live in a generation of tremendous challenges. We're constantly being bombarded with outside influences. The Ramachal says that in the end of days, the hester, the concealment, will be the greatest in world history. Therefore, a person who has the strength and the resolve not to succumb to desire and temptation, his reward will be a lot greater than in previous generations. The Gemara in today's daf asks, Hechi domi bal 
What are the circumstances? What is the litmus test that demonstrate that one has completely repented? Says the Gemara, if someone committed an Avera and now has the opportunity to do the same Avera again, but this time he controls himself and overcomes his inclination and doesn't commit the sin, that proves that he's a true Balchuba. Based on this Gemara, the Sfarim say, if someone walks on the street and he has the discipline and self-control and doesn't look at something that he shouldn't, at that point he becomes a complete Balchuba. And since Bamakam Shabalai Chuva Oimdim, Sadikim Gamurum Ainamikhailam Lamait, the place where Balchuva stands, even a perfectly righteous person can't reach that position. He's on a higher level than a tzaddik. So at that moment, he can ask Hashem for anything and he will be granted his request. All for a few seconds of self control. What an incredible idea! The last Pasuk in Parshas Bereshah states, V'noyach matzah chen be'enei Hashem. Noyach found chen, he found favor in the eyes of Hashem. The Torah is telling us, it's not necessarily that he was such a righteous person per se. Rather, he was saved primarily because he found chen in the eyes of Hashem. Hashem had a soft spot, so to speak, for Noyach. So what special character did Noyach possess to merit this tremendous gift of finding chen in the eyes of Hashem? So the Mepharshim explained, we find the secret in this very Pasuk of V'noyach Matzachein Ve'enei Hashem. V'noyach Matzachein. Do you know why Noyach received this great gift of Chein? Because he had Ene Hashem. He had godly eyes. He watched his eyes. If we also want to acquire this great gift of Chein and find favor in the eyes of Hashem, all we have to do is guard our eyes. And the more one guards his eyes, the more Hashem will guard him. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.